time. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so I would like to talk about something that has been on my soul a lot lately. And what it is is I heard the statement, God knows where you are and why you were there. In order to give you some personal insight into where we are right now in our lives, I need to tell you what's going on. We have the same problems as everybody else. We have problems with home, kids, work, the same stuff. <clears throat> Excuse me. So we are watching family members kill themselves a little bit more every day through anger, grief, and an obvious denial of their situation. Not only are we watching this, but we're pulled into it in the name of family. In truth, it's the devil working through them to cause pain, grief, confusion, and despair. It's like watching a car crash and you can't do anything about it. And most importantly, I don't know if they've accepted Jesus. But we continue to pray all the time. My dad, who I'm very close to, and if any of you remember my testimony, we've been through a lot together. He recently had a stroke and other health problems. So last month I went to California to be with him and my stepmom. He's been the picture of health for as long as I can remember. He's always on the go. He's out winning souls for Jesus all the time. So <clears throat> he's been building up the kingdom of heaven for almost 40 years. But that visit showed me a painful reality that I don't really want to face, and that's the fact that Jesus will be calling his faithful servant home sooner than I expect or am willing to accept. And just to add to the list, Herman's dad has been having a number of strokes. He's been in bad health physically and mentally for a while now, but at this point he is suffering. That's tough because of the family dynamics in that situation and the fact that we are pretty far away. In all honesty, I haven't been handling this very well. I jumped on that pity train with both feet. I shut down. I didn't let anybody in. Most importantly, I forgot that God is in control and he has a plan. I was knocked back into reality one day when somebody said to me, how much can we handle? Why does all this pain happen to us? Why are some of us put through more than others? That statement stopped me dead in my tracks. I put myself in that situation and I am not given any more pain than anybody else. I knew right then and there that my faith is stronger than the pain. Do I feel pain? Yes. Do I know that this is not the end? Yes. And do I know that I'm never alone? Yes. And do I know that it will be okay? I do. And I know this because I know Jesus. 2 Corinthians 4, 8, and 9 says, We are hard-pressed on every side, but not crushed. Perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not abandoned. Struck down, but not destroyed. We're all put through trials and tribulations. There isn't a person alive that isn't already or hasn't suffered. When I say this, I don't mean to make light of anybody's pain or struggles. Maybe you're having health problems, marriage and family troubles, financial hardships, trouble at work, or you're just overwhelmed. You're not alone. We're there with you. But most importantly, God is with you. 1 Peter 5.10 says, 
And the God of all grace who called you to his eternal glory in Christ, after you have suffered a little while, will himself restore you and make you strong, firm, and steadfast. This is our life. We're examples for Christ. How are we going to respond? What do we have that the world doesn't have? We have Jesus, and with him we have hope, faith, and God's promises. Psalms 34, 17. When the, when the righteous cry out for help, the Lord hears and rescues them from all their troubles. John fourteen twenty seven, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. He is strong enough to carry our burdens. Give them to him. He has given us the responsibility for being witnesses for him. Pray, read your Bible, spend time in the word, and meet together for strength. Let's think about King David. He was an outcast in his family, but yet he was appointed to be the king of Israel by God. But before that could come to pass, he was running for his life from King Saul. He was in hiding, living in caves, surviving on whatever he could. What would you do if you were in that situation? Would you do like David did? Would you surrender to Saul and ask Tell him that you love him. Would you have killed Saul when you had the chance? Or would you just give up? More importantly, would you keep your face strong like David and never take your eyes off of God and know that there's always a plan and a reason? David wrote in Psalms 142, 1 and 2, I cry out to the Lord. I lift up my voice to the Lord for mercy. I pour out my complaint before him. Before him I tell my trouble. We must remember that we are his children. He is our Father, who is there with compassion, love, correction, and instruction. He's there when we are lost, consumed with pain, guilt, and stress. Even when we're putting on our happy face, he's not fooled. How do we overcome adversity? Cling to the word of God. Listen for his voice. Be mindful and aware of the enemy. His plan is to take our eyes off of God and put them on ourselves. The devil is nothing but a liar. He tells us things like we're not worthy of God's grace and his love. He gives us despair, hopelessness, anger, and many other ugly emotions. 1 Peter 5, 8, and 9. Be self-controlled and alert. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, Looking for someone to devour, resist him, standing firm in the faith, because you know that your brothers throughout the world are under the same kind of suffering. Run to the Father. Let him hold you. Let him love you. Let him mend your bumps and your bruises. He can fix the brokenness, and he can put us back together. Jeremiah twenty nine eleven through 13 For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. Philippians 4, 6, and 7. Do not be anxious about anything, but in prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God, and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. 1 John 5, 4. For everyone born of God overcomes the world. This is the victory that has overcome the world, even our faith. Remember to read your Bible, 
study the word, we must learn from our experiences. They're memories we can be proud of if we're serving God through the struggles and the triumphs. Remain faithful. Don't turn away from God. Bear in mind that we're here to encourage those around us. Be the example that God commands us to be. Through our faithfulness, we can show others that Jesus does live in our hearts, and he can live in theirs too.